Hello, hello, Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So tomorrow morning, the big news, the CPI numbers come out. And I want to discuss what you may expect. I can't tell you really what you should expect. What, what you uh, might see come down the pipeline here. Are we going to have much higher inflation? It came down from 9.1 all the way to 6.5. Is it going to start going right back up where we get the next wave of inflation like we saw in the 1940s and the 1970s? Or are we still on this disinflationary path where the headline CPI, I know that's flawed, but the headline CPI goes down further from 6.5 to 5% to 4% to 3%. Who knows how far down it will go. All right. Well, first and foremost, let's to answer these questions. Let me do a quick screen share. And we're going to go to the month over month numbers because so many people get fixated on year over year and they completely ignore month over month. And I think the month over month numbers are far more telling, although there's still obviously more noise. So this is statista.com. And let me try to zoom in for you guys so you can really see this. There we go. Cool. So this goes back to December 21, December 22. So basically, we're kind of looking at last year. And the year over year is, it's not a perfect, well, if you added all of these together, you know, the, the last 12 months, it doesn't add up perfectly to 6.5. So I, I think they do some seasonable season, uh, just some adjustments there. So it's not perfect, but what you can do is you can see what month is coming off the CPI and then try to figure out, okay, what, what month or what will the new number be that they're adding to it and kind of subtract one from the other. So if we look at the last 12 months, what we're going to do is we're going to go January of 2022. So when we get January 2023, which is the number we'll get tomorrow, this 0.6 will come off. Now, again, it's seasonably uh, adjusted. And so if you add up this month, or if you add up all these months right here, just basically the trailing 12 months, you get like 6.2, 6.3, something like that. So again, when I went to the BLS website, they're talking about the adjustments made. So I'm assuming they've got some way that that went up 0.3 or 0.4%, but it seems to be, I don't think the headline number is going to be too far off. Oh, you know what? I think it might've been is this December number right here that was negative 0.1. I think this actually got adjusted higher to a positive 0.1. And maybe they made some other adjustment here, which is why when you add this up, it it equals 6.2 when the headline's like 6.5, but something like that. But again, the main point here is that we are losing a 0.6 and we are adding whatever number we get tomorrow. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. 
Tony Greer, commodity trading, Jason Hartman, real estate, and Brent Johnson with macroeconomics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. So let's just assume for a moment, and then let's keep in mind that since July of 2022, we've had a zero, a 0 0.1, 0 0.4, 0 0.4, 0.1, and then a negative 0.1, which again, I think got revised up to a 0.1. So over the last six months, we have seen nothing like we saw at the beginning of 2022, maybe the end of 2021, which is how we got such a high number in the first place. Like going back to call it March of 22, we had a 1.2%, May 1%, June 1.3%. And then it just falls off a cliff to zero and really hasn't gone back up to those super, super high levels. So let's just assume for a moment, the market is expecting a 0.3% increase, 0.3. And let's just assume the market's correct. So what we'd be doing is we'd be losing a 0.6 and we'd be gaining a 0.3, which would tell us CPI headline would go from 6.5 down to 6.2. But let's say you assume that it's going to go right back up to 0.4. Okay, well, then you can just do the easy math. Let's say you're uh, on the super inflation side and you think it's going to go up to a 0.1. Well, then again, just easy math. And this is how I'd kind of base my probabilities on what we are likely to see tomorrow when those numbers come out. To give you another opinion, I want to go to the opposite of the rebel capitalist view and hear from Mr. Paul Krugman himself. <laughs> so let's go over to, I was going to see if we could pull up that BLS. Anyway, okay, let's go over to Paul Krugman. He says, I suppose I should pre-register some views about the upcoming CPI report so I don't get accused of making excuses when, as seems likely, it shows an uptick, a significant uptick. So he thinks that month over month, we'll, we'll see you know, 0 0.3, 0 0.4, maybe even more. So why is he coming to this conclusion? The key point, some temporary factors that were holding inflation down, especially falling used car prices, are probably over. So what he's saying, and again, just to be clear, I'm not using Paul Krugman because I'm a big fan of Paul Krugman. I'm actually using him because I'm not a big fan of Paul Krugman. I just want to get like the completely opposite view. So what he is saying is, going back to the month over month, this massive decline that we saw here was from prices going down, and these price declines were temporary, such as used car prices. I'm sure he'd also probably throw in commodity prices, although I haven't read all of his tweets. But uh, so he's saying that, well, since we see used car prices going back up, or maybe we see housing going back up, or maybe we see commodities going back up, 
therefore we should expect a higher print tomorrow, maybe a 0.3.4, which would only bring this down because again, you're, you're losing the 0.6. So it only brings CPI down from 6.5, let's say to 6.4, 6.3, something like that. Getting back to his rationale, seasonal adjustments, but whether it's good or bad news will depend on the details and maybe very hard to discern. My baseline view is that the economy is still probably running unsustainably hot and that inflation is down substantially, but probably running above target. Unlikely that we'll get enough news Tuesday to move that very much. So expectations, let's see if we can pull that up. Expectations are for annual inflation to fall to 6.2 from the 6.5 where we currently are. So again, going back to the month over month, what that would mean is mainstream economists believe that we're going to be losing a 0.6 and we're going to be picking up most likely a 0.3, which is kind of seems in line with what Paul Krugman is saying as well. All right, guys, there you have it. So that's the preview for tomorrow's CPI report. What do you think? Think it's going to be higher? Think it's going to be lower? Well, it'll most likely be higher than the negative 0.1. But how high do you think year over year will be higher? Do you think year over year will be lower? And if so, if there's a surprise, how's that going to impact the market? How's that going to impact your portfolio? How's that going to impact the yield curve? These are the questions that I would suggest you start thinking through today. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market, capitalism. See you in the next video.